0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Um, So, uh, guys, uh, I decided to come back on here just because I have another list for you guys that I want to share. I have been literally... uh, I've been... I I literally have been addicted to, you know, um, coming up with my own topics about the Giants. about... Either it's historical or something happening right now. Um, So yeah. um, I got another list for you guys today. Um, My list for today, I'm going to be including my four players on the New York Giants who could be cut following training camp. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, Look at with the new york giants training camp around the corner fans are excited to see how players will perform however something that supporters of the giants will have to be prepared for are the eventual cuts that will come at the end of camp these four players are seemingly at risk of being released unless they perform uh well past their expectations in training camp um and not only do they have youngsters coming for their spot but poor play in recent years couldn't make it much easier to let them go there we go um number one i have uh i have offensive guard shane lemieux um look there was a reasonable amount of hype for shane lemieux after he was drafted in the fifth round of the 2020 nfl draft while no one expected him to be a star there was there was hope you know um there was hope that this guy there was hope that lemieux could at least contribute at a solid solid level to a giant's offensive line that desperately needed it despite this you know lemieux really hasn't shown much since being drafted this is due to a combination of injuries and just overall poor play when healthy now with Ben Bridgeson and Joshua Zuda in the mix for start for the starting left guard position, there's a more than decent chance that we see Lemieux be cut following training camp. Releasing Shane Lemieux would save the Giants around 920000 $920, dollars. This isn't a this isn't a uh, substantial amount, but <clears throat> but it's not as if the Giants would lose money by cutting him. It's unfortunate that this guy has dealt with so many injuries, only playing 14 games in three years. However, even when uh, even when even when he's on the field, either it be preseason or his long healthy year, he hasn't been that impressive. In the lone season where Lemieux played more than 10 games, he allowed 25 pressures and five sacks. Earning, you know, he the guy earned a pro football focus passing blocking grade of 16.9. That's just unfathomable. That's just straight up. That's just straight up bad. And something the Giants can't afford to deal with as they look to, you know, record another um, playoff appearance in 2023. <clears throat> so I got Shane Lemieux number one. And number two, even though he's injured... I have linebacker Gerard Davis. Look, prior to this week, there was a slim to none chance that Gerard Davis was going to be cut. Like, who knew either or not he'd start? However, we all knew he'd contribute to the Giants defense. Now, though, after suffering a knee injury that has him out indefinitely, it wouldn't shock me at all to see Joe Shane cut him. You know, look, the Giants already have Michael McFadden and Darian Beavers behind um Drodd Davis. Look a while, look a while the Giants may not be better right away. They certainly have a higher upside. I feel like with Gerard Davis is I feel like with Drodd Davis uh with his injury though, I feel like one of, I feel like Michael McFadden or Darian Beavers will likely I'll be forced into the starting role for the time being. Look at Joe Shane is likely already looking at players to potentially replace draw Davis. with as the giants enter the season. It's always unfortunate to see a player be cut due to injuries, but the NFL is a business and Joe Shane is likely going to make a business decision. It sucks, but the giants need to find a new linebacker to fill in a new uh, to fill in that new gap at the position. Maybe you never know. Maybe Gerard Davis's injury isn't as bad as intentional reports suggest suggested and he'll be back sooner rather than later. However, it's not looking good for now. And the Giants need to understand. They need to understand this and look for potential replacement soon. So I got, I got Gerard Davis at number two. At number three, I got wide receiver David Sills. Um, look at it even though this guy has connections with Daniel Jones, look at, he may have connections uh, to Daniel Jones, but with the amount of depth the Giants uh, receiving core now has, there may not be enough room for David Sills. It's unfortunate because, you know, Sills did have some solid moments with the Giants last season. However, it's hard. It's hard to keep giving him snaps over players that are clearly more talented uh, than him. Realistically, he, look at he's not going to get snaps over any of the following receivers. He's not getting snaps over Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Layton, Paris Campbell, Wando Robinson, Sterling Shepard, Jalen Hyatt, or even Colin Johnson. That's not even including a more proven veteran like Jameson Crowder or a much more exciting uh, project player like Bryce Ford Wheaton. If the Giants cut David Sills, Um, Sills will likely return to the practice squad due to his aforementioned connections. This is a more realistic role for Sills. Honestly, the fact that he started in five games last season is more of a display of how rough the Giants receiving core was as opposed to his talents. So I got David Sills at number three. And at number four, this guy's not a... This guy, he's not gonna be a shocker. I talked about this guy for a while, and number four, I got cornerback Darney Holmes. Um, look at honestly, look at we would all rather look at honestly, we're rather surprised that Darney Holmes is still with the Giants. I mean, not only did he play rather poorly poorly last season, but his release has been rumored all off season. This is because cutting him would free up a little over $2.5 million in cap space. I feel like with the rest, I uh, I feel like with the recent uh, drafting of Deontay Banks, the Giants gained an extra boost in depth at the cornerback position. I feel like with Deontay Banks and Adoree Jackson ahead of him, alongside more interesting prospects like Cordell Fly and Aaron Robinson, Darney Holmes could very quickly be out of the rotation. This is unfortunate, How this is unfortunate. However, Darney Holmes has had several opportunities to prove he can be a starting a level corner and he hasn't shown much of anything. Last season, he allowed 43 receptions on 66 targets for more than 400 yards and one touchdown in 15 games. Alongside this, he was also flagged nine times. These numbers aren't the worst but they definitely aren't good enough to warrant playing him you know over younger guys with higher upside. Maybe in another universe Dar- Darnell Holmes had that breakout season we've been waiting for. In our world though it might be time to finally give up hope and, like I'm just I'm just, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just saying it how I see it. In our world, though, it might be time to finally give up hope that he'll be anything more than an okay depth piece, depth piece for a playoff team. You know, you know. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know. Um. Yeah, guys, that is my list for today. That's my uh, other list that I have. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, obviously, this sucks. You know, I'm not about. I'm not about. I hate it when I see players getting, um, getting their jobs taken away from them. But this is how the NFL works. You know, the NFL. It's not a. Re- it's not like a regular job. The NFL. It's a. It's a job. It's a job, but it's a job that you gotta work very hard at. It takes nothing but blood, sweat, and tears. To keep a job in the NFL, you know, that's why it's called the National Football League, you know, football, the National Football League, it's a sport, it's not, it's not, it's not your, it's not your regular nine to five job, this is a job that takes nothing but sacrifice and hard work, you know, but let's see what happens, um, but you know, this is just how the business. This is, this is just how the NFL works. If you don't do, if 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 I'm a head coach or a GM, and if and I see you not, and I see that you're not doing good, if I see that you're not putting all your effort in, then you're not going. Basically. What I'm trying to say, if you're not good enough, I'm not gonna play because why would I want to play a player that get that that keeps on making the same mistakes? Every player is not the same. Some players are meant to be on the field and some are not. You know, we are all different in we are all different in our own ways. But you know, that's just how that's how that's how. That's how humans are. We're all different. You know. And At some point. You got to At some point we all got to accept that. Players are going to lose their job. Because all players aren't the same. Some players are better than others. You know. And that's just a fact. Yeah guys. That's all I got to say about that. Um, Let me know how you guys feel about my list. And uh, I'll get right back at you guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants or more lists if I have any. So stay tuned for both of those things. But until then, guys, I am out. Peace.